drop in this place is the fire! Like it says in the book of Grace Williams, let the fire fall. <laughs> The fire falls from the spirit's release. Because your spirit's already in the high place. Now it's just to bring your soul up through the fire. In the fire. Fire, fire, fire. Jesus. Blow us up tonight with dynamite. Breakfast of champions eating the Holy Ghost hand grenades. Did you eat your grenades this morning? You might need to pull the safety pin out of the grenade before you digest the word tonight. To take the heavenly flight of the fire of God. This is for your spirit to ascend in you. This is for your soul to burn in you. You could really say your spirit's descending through your soul and burning it up down below. Much like Sodom and Gomorrah, amen? How many of y'all know there wasn't much left of Sodom and Gomorrah? Even the heathen unbeliever understands that. <laughs> they celebrate it during Gay Pride Month. <laughs> Look at God ain't gonna destroy Sodom and Gomorrah again. Be like, that's the point where I walk out of church offended when they start attacking gay people. That's what a believer told me last week. I said, we're not attacking gay people, we're attacking all people <laughs> with the fire which is known as divine love divine love from above like a white dove the white doves much like the white rabbit of Monty Python <laughs> with the grenades you need the holy grenade for your soul. <laughs> the soul is so out of control, it will copycat, mimic literally every single thing from the spirit constantly in order to preserve its life. Because until you discover your spirit, that's all you got. All you got is the consciousness of your soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. And if I burn that up, what's going to be left of me? Nothing except your spirit, which is called the peace of God. <laughs> so people take different measures of judgment, different measures of fire, according to the softness or hardness of their hearts. So a hardened heart is a heart that resists the fire of divine love. A softened heart is a heart that understands the process of burning up the soul out of the control of the fallen angels, which is how you have a perfect life, not just spiritually in Christ, which everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord has. Being born again is wonderful. Now staying in the water 
Well, most people leave it within 24 hours. Born of spirit and water, and the water is the water of the spirit, which is fire. Fire. So there is a progressive revealing, the revelation of Jesus Christ, 22 chapters. It's a progression. It's a deeper daily depth and diving in deeper to the water of the fire and just seeing what peels off the soul progressively. You know it's going to peel off the soul? 6,000 years of sin recorded in human blood. This is not going to take a very long time. It'll actually never happen if you don't open your heart to it. That's completely and totally up to the believer and no one else. If you don't open your heart up to the fire, you die with the devil. They'll be thrown down to the lake of fire which is a very violent act of the day of judgment of those that have resisted divine love. The resistance to divine love is saying no to the fire after you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. And clinging to the things of the Holy Spirit, tongues, the gifts that you can control in your mind, and thinking that you're in right standing with God, but you've never even entered the baptism of fire, after the baptism of the Spirit. So this is the danger zone. You're actually much safer having never believed in Jesus than to believe in Jesus, get the baptism of the Spirit, then reject the fire. It's the complete and total rejection of the kingdom of heaven and the death of the believer in the wilderness. Truth anyhow. <laughs> and all the happiest people in the world are the ones that go straight from Spirit into fire. And some people do that. Some people are, I was in the gifts of the Spirit in the realm of the wilderness for only days, just days, I tell you the truth. I'm not boasting in myself, I'm boasting in my God. Because I wanted more, He gave me more. If you're hungry, you're given more. If you're hungry for the things of God, you shall be fed and satisfied. If you're hungry for the things of the world, well, God's just waiting on you to get hungry for more fire. Hungry to destroy your animal life to have an angelic life. If you love your animal life, you'll never lay it down on the altar. You'll resist the altar all the days of your life and die in an animal form. That process is accelerated with the judgment of the fire of the sons of God from heavenly Jerusalem. I was watching Cindy Jacobs earlier today from San Diego, California on live YouTube and she was talking about the judgment and the fire and the acceleration of the judgment and the fire and different things like that. There was a, an understanding amongst the prophets of, of judgment and an acceleration towards the sinner and the unbeliever. Now there was mechanics in the realm of the natural and working with governments and Sacramento and capital state and all this stuff, but the spirit behind the mechanics, which the mechanics represent the revelations of what the body's doing once they receive the fire. It's an energizing for service in the priesthood of fire, the priesthood of Melchizedek. Melchizedek means king of fire, king of righteousness. God's righteousness is the realm of fire that he dwells in before the altar of fire. He is the man of fire on the mountain in the Bible. So if you study fire in the Bible, there's actually five hundred and three verses from Genesis to Revelation that use the term fire. There's only a couple other subjects in the Bible that are more frequently mentioned. Glory is one of them. 
Glory is mentioned just a couple times more than fire. Born again, three times. Only three times is born again used in the entire Bible. Fire, 503. So the most important things, if you study the Bible, if you're a good Berean, is fire and glory. The Bible says, I myself will be a wall of fire around you, says the Lord, and the glory within. The glory within is like the cream of the Twinkie. It's the secret place of the heart. It's living in perfect bliss. Now, if the heart hasn't been incinerated by the fire, this realm don't exist in you yet because you have not yet gone into the baptism of fire. But for the children of fire, which are the children of light who embrace the fire and burn their animal form for an angelic new covenant reality. This is your inheritance is more fire every day. God will always raise a standard against the devil no matter what he's doing in politics and economics and religion and all the dumb st stuff that demons do. God will always raise a standard in you of more fire and more glory if you understand and like his ways. People that don't like his ways, they don't get any of it. They just get what the devil gets. You might get scraps. You might have an interest in the things of God, but it's in your time. It's in according to your desire and you just kind of tune in when it's convenient to you, when you get a little thirsty or hungry, but you're kind of doing your own thing out here in Babylon like a lone ranger, not really marching with the armies of God, don't even know your rank. Just out here doing whatever you think and applying the gospel to you by convenience. You're not soldiers. You're not disciples. You're barely even saved. You got to embrace the fire and get in where you fit in. Fool, you should have learned that in high school. <laughs> to quote too short in the Bible. <laughs> get in where you fit in, fool. You should have learned that in high school. <laughs> and I was a nerd. And I, listen, man, God loves nerds. He loves jocks. You know, it's not about cool or uncool. It's about cool or fire. And we're into the fire so brightly, so hot, that it don't even matter what form it has on the outside. It don't matter about your culture. It don't matter about your race. It don't matter about your education or your economic status. The only thing that matters is that you're willing to lay down your animal life to take up the life of God, which is the divine fire and the divine glory. Amen? Amen. Yes, we will be living sacrifices. I'm done resisting the altar that God has prepared for my heart. See, this is where everything turns to gold in your life. This is the place where you don't judge yourself. You let the fire and the altar of God judge you. I tell everyone the same thing every day. All you need is the baptism of fire. Every animal problem of the flesh and blood dimension is solved by one thing, fire. You have not yet entered the baptism of fire if there's still animal problems. Those animal problems go poof. So if you want to sit outside the fire and complain against God about all your stuff and God's saying, well, I've given you the altar of fire and you're not using it, your complaint falls on empty ears. You are the burnt offering of the new covenant. Your heart was created for fire. 
not to have self-sustainment and self-preservation, self-promotion, self-protection. You're protecting yourself against your own further salvation. Salvation of the Spirit is the born-again experience. Then it's a progressive through baptism experience of salvation. So your spirit saved. We don't even doubt that. Anyone who believes in their heart that Jesus is Lord and confesses with their mouth shall be saved. It is written. And you must understand the Bible is the absolute law of God in heaven. There is a law. It is called the Bible. You're in the law of the new covenant, which means all of it is pulled up into the throne of the Lamb. All judgment has been given to the Lamb of God, and the judgment is the glory, and the judgment is the fire. What is his throne called in the Bible? The white throne, judgment seat of Christ. White throne. Why is it white? Because it's burning with the white fire, burning with the glory. Amen. And the more you embrace the judgment of the fire inside your spirit, partnering with God in your spiritual stomach, which is your rich treasury of glory, that is where your spirit is. If your spirit partners with the white throne and begins together to agree with the Lamb of God against your own heart, which is called love yourself as you love your neighbor, there is a real self-love in the Bible, but it's not the self-love of the soul where the animal lives. It's the self-love of the fire of the judgment seat of Christ where the animal is completely killed, not one time, seven times, which is infinite throughout the eternity of the eternities, and the animal form will never be seen because the angel fire of the Lamb of God is your choice in this life that you will take a different form than the form of the animal. You will not bear the image of the beast, of the bird, of the reptile, of the reprobate of Romans 1, which is all sinners. Religious sinners equally bear the image of the beast. Conservative Republican sinners equally bear the image of the beast as the Democrats trying to take away their guns. Oh! stepping on some toes now Ooh, the Disney pro Disney anti Disney pro Disney all this stuff it's not about the do's and don'ts the right and wrongs in the realm of the natural that's religion you're letting the devil win we don't want to let the devil win by rights and wrongs and I know you have an argument before God put it on the altar and you'll have justice from the throne and you'll have justice from the altar before the throne the justice comes in the burning of your opinion your politics good politics I know we all have best, the best politics in the world. We're not communists. We're not globalists. We are conservative Republican Christians, and I am a conservative Republican Christian. So listen, guys, it's not about the do's and don'ts. I've always voted Republican because I hate pro-choice. I hate the murdering of babies. These things are elementary truths burned into the angel of God. I am whom I serve. The issue is now keep giving all the ability of the heart and the brain to the altar until the angel of God, the great I am, is fully formed through judgment. And then you're not just casting a vote in a ballot box. 
then you're casting a vote from the heavenly Sanhedrin, from the heavenly Jerusalem, from the heavenly Israel, and you are terraforming the earth down below. This is all about the heavenly Areopagus. This is all about the heavenly Acropolis. Acropolis means the high city, the highest city in the world is not Babylon. Satan wishes it was. He's tried to become the highest city, but he can never through sorcery, through the soul or the animal and the animation of the animal with all the fallen angels of the fall ever have the Acropolis. That's why he's so angry at me and other citizens of heavenly Jerusalem is because we have citizenship in the highest city and our vote in that city is the absolute law of all nations. It is. The fallen angels and the highest ranking ones have to come before Jerusalem before they can even decide what they do. They hate bowing to a superior authority, but they must if the cross is lifted up in our heart and we've dissolved our animal form and are no longer citizens of Babylon the Great, but are the citizens of heavenly Jerusalem. Hallelujah. They must come and bow and ask permission. Just like Satan to God for Job. And guess what? Every time the devil comes to me, I hurt his feelings and I kick him in the mouth. That's why he's a toothless lion. Because we curb stomp him every time he comes around the golden streets of heavenly Jerusalem. Doesn't have any teeth left. I have to come and bow. You have to come and bow. All must bow. The angels bow. You will see every tongue angelic tongue confess that Jesus is Lord in the heavenly Jerusalem if we can crucify your hearts and you lift you up on long poles into the heavenlies through the crucifixion of your animal nature how high can your animal nature be animated and crucified well just the exact amount as Jesus is which is all the way the overcoming of the entire animal flesh, animal heart, animal DNA, bloodlines, which is the river Nile, the earth dimension, which is the kingdom of Egypt and the pyramid on your $1 bill, the entire Adamic nature boils in oil, all of it burns, none of it's left, and all you're left with is the exact nature of Christ called Christians in the clear fire. Now, this might be a little higher and deeper and broader in the love of God of Christ Jesus than anything you've ever known or experienced, but it is the truth anyhow. The standard of the interpretation of the scriptures is not on the earth, but it is in Zion. I want Zion's judgment of the word of God. I want Zion's interpretation of scriptures. The Bible says our God dwells in Zion, which is in the realm of complete and perfect fire. That world never changes. God is God seated on his throne and he never changes. The brilliance and the brightness of his fire is always radiant and full eminence out of him despite what animals are doing in the flesh down on earth and religion and rebellion in good and evil, but in an animal form and fighting over doctrines, fighting over politics on Twitter, fighting over interpretations of charismatic doctrines 
doctrines on Facebook and all kinds of nonsense of the animal. Listen, all we need is the cross and the fire that the cross produces. And the fire of the cross is judge. We need to know Jesus as judge. We need to embrace Jesus as judge. Every day I lay hands right on my spirit and ask for judgment and fire from the throne of my master. My master, Jesus. Amen. And you know what I get? Just burnt up crispy. I lose my freaking mind on the fire every single day. I make my ministers flames of fire. This isn't a theoretical fire. This isn't a doctrinal fire. 503 verses about the fire. I'm studying the verses about the fire, brother. I have read those verses. May they perish with you. May they perish with your brain that can figure it out. There's not one thing of God that the carnal mind can figure out. But what you can do is put your carnal mind, your intellect, and all of its reasoning, you can put it on the altar of fire and burn it. You can burn the animal. And the animal is not going to understand. It'll probably protest it's death because I've tried to be good I've read all these verses Brandon I watched all the Joel's bars I did everything that you asked it's like what and so God doesn't listen to the animal he's excited about the fire burning it because your spirit will remain as the animal sizzles in the frying pan Yep. And it is very much like Auschwitz with the SS soldiers of Song of Songs, which is divine love just burning you through. You need a Holy Ghost fire acid shower in a concentration camp of his glory. Amen. Listen, this is worse than communism. This is fascism. God is a fascist of the fire of divine love. So don't think that the animal's interpretation of Scripture is going to be here much more. All of those things are carnal. The carnal realm is dying by the maturity of the fascist realm of fire. We're into fire fascism. This is a dictatorship of fire. God is not about asking your hearts or minds opinions about the kingdom. Now, if you're burnt up in the fire and he makes his mature ones flames of fire, and you're no longer a human in your heart or human in your brain because you live as an angel, which is called Christian maturity, a spirit being that is radiant in heat and fire, that has fully embraced the fire, God will ask you your opinion on things because he's looking for friends to rule and reign with. That's the whole point of this. Mature ones in the fire that are fully angelic as he is, which is radiant in the fire, radiant in the glory with the interpretation of the Word of God as gemstones in the treasure house of the angelic stomach, which is how much fuel that your angel and your spirit are running on right now. How much of the Word of God is revelation to you now is how much you are radiant and burning in the brightness of the Shekinah fire. Come on. I mean, really. What level of fire is it going to take to tear down Babylon the Great? The same measure that Jesus Christ walks in. It's called the mark of the high calling. 
The mark of the high calling is a measurement of fire of what the human spirit has agreed with God to burn the animal shadow form of the soul. I have agreed to burn all of it. Most of you have not. And that's why there is a problem here. So until you're all in, in the total all devouring, all consuming fire towards the animal heart and the animal brain, animal brain, you're going to have an irritation with me as hundreds of thousands have before you were even here or had ever heard of my name. Truth anyhow, is it all about? It's all about the fire, dude. Okay, his ministers are fire. I am a priest of the Melchizedek order, predestined, foreordained to bring the fullness of divine fire in judgment upon the animals of all nations. And we're doing our job perfectly. Your reaction to the incineration of your souls in the angelic fire is on all of your heads. You have heard accurately the word of God from Jerusalem every day. It's not an opinion. It's a judgment of glory to burn up the sinful nature. The issue with the knowledge of good is that it burns up what you think is the good parts of you that's doing good. See, the animal is a Pharisee. The animal is a reprobate shadow form of the spirit. It's not to fix the heart and to fix the mind. It's to incinerate it to bring forth the spirit. If you're trying to fix your heart and mind, you're a total Pharisee. You're a total antichrist. You're anti-fire, which means antichrist. Anti-fire, anti-glory is anti the realm that Jesus lives in where the animals die and the angels fly. Hello? So the baptism of fire is the dealing of the antichrist inside the believer's soul amen well that's the truth anyhow so sodom and gomorrah was shut down by jesus when he was calling it down upon the cities that didn't embrace him as messiah because you know jesus like that city is in your freaking hearts you you hypocrites <laughs> He's like, you're foolish. You don't understand the things of God. You want to bring judgment on others. You want to bring judgment on the homosexuals through Republican politics and your conservative belief systems. Bring the judgment upon the homosexuals and the religious hypocrites in your hearts and God's fire will rain from the sky and burn all animal forms in the perfection of divine love equally. See, there's no good and bad in the animal. That's the, that's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is the animal forms. The form of godliness that denies the power. What's the denying of power? The denying of the burning of the heart. The denying of the baptism of fire. That's where we've gotten so off in the charismatic church. Because we've come to the fire where the animal can no longer live and we've stayed in a form of godliness and there is some godliness there there is because you have you're baptized in the spirit you got the gifts in the spirit you even go after the fruit of the spirit you lift up holy hands and worship you get goosebumps you get signs and wonders baby we're for signs and wonders in israel we love all of it the issue is now to go all the way into the realm of the overcomer requires a further burning of the soul 
that practically no one in the charismatic church has fully embraced yet. We want to make this path of fire to the throne of Jerusalem clear to your brain. Count the cost before you go to war against your own heart. Because when you start attacking your heart, which is called real self-love, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, I love myself a little differently. Therefore, I love my neighbor a little differently. Because the self-love I have is an altar of burning Shekinah glory fire towards my own evil, wicked heart. Genesis 8:21. the thoughts of a person's heart are evil from their youth. So I don't live out of my animal, evil, youthful, foolish, perverse heart. Your heart is perverse beyond knowing. And it's a perversion of religion. It's a shadow imitation of the spirit. There's no such thing as a good heart. God's heart is fire. He alone is our goodness and our glory. See, we think when we're baptized in the Holy Ghost, it's the evidence that we're good now. No, you're just getting started, man. And it's hopefully the angels, woo, they can help you. That's why I got angels assigned to you, because you're just getting started. Is it hard? It's only hard if you like yourself. If you like parts of your life, your, your natural life, then the Holy Spirit fire is your enemy. Grieving, quenching, resisting the fire and clinging to the animal life, which is the types and shadows of living in the forms in human nature in the earth and pretending like you're in right standing with God, but you don't even know him. The yada, yada, yada of knowing him, Hebrew word yada is knowing him intimately, that the workers of iniquity that did the miracle signs and wonders from the soul realm did not know was the burning of the baptism of fire of divine Shekinah love that had incinerated the animal forms. Did you yada me is the only question. Did you love me? Did you burn your heart in my fire is the only question Jesus asks you when you die and go to heaven. Did you embrace the fire of my love to burn your animal forms? The purest interpretation of agape love is the fire. Read Song of Solomon. Go into a deeper understanding of Song of Solomon. Salvation is through fire burning up the woman in the wilderness, the religious woman, which represents the soul in prophetics, advanced prophetic wisdom. Now we got 10 years of teaching. If you need to grow in the prophetic, it's all in there. 10,000 videos where I don't go back. We keep advancing. The kingdom of heaven advances. So if you need an Encyclopedia Britannica of prophetic wisdom, there's 16 years so you can grow in understanding the vocabulary of the mature sons of God to get to a place where all of this is crystal clear to your angels because you burnt up your animals. If this is a new experience for you, you are perhaps hearing the fire of God through an animalistic form in an animal ear because your spirit still buried under the dust of the earth in an earthen vessel that is valued by you as all you get in this life of your flesh and blood, which is complete deception completely and totally deceived that all you get in this life is an earthen vessel. If that were true, it would be in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant, because that's all you had in the Old Covenant. For thousands of years now, you get something else. It's called the Holy Spirit. 
you get the Holy Ghost inside you. So you, you're not stuck in the flesh. There's more to life in Christ than you and your body and whatever's inside your body. Thank God for that. Amen. <laughs> so you're saved from yourself from birth. Now the battle begins for the mind to recognize the new covenant, which is the gift of the Holy Spirit in your immortal, invincible and eternal spirit. Your spirit is invincible. So that'd be good for Jujitsu. <laughs> you get your spirit out, it'd be like Bruce Lee on crack. <laughs> I mean, you fight, it's like fighting an archangel. I'd like to see that in cage boxing where someone's spirit is so built up, they're fighting Samson. But it's like full manifest, materialized, seven spirits of God, angelic form. This stuff is what the sons of God become the Marvel heroes. <laughs> but it requires the incineration of your hearts and your brains. It requires a further sacrifice that we don't know much about, and it's not really embraced in the charismatic church. There is a little bit of understanding. This thing is going to peel wide open and become a path or a river of fire into the promised land. Okay. The book of Enoch says when Enoch ascended, he passed through ice into the realm of heaven. That was all fire. He passed through cold second heaven, starry ice. And then when he went through the realm of the dead, the realm of the fallen angels that had taken the kingdom of the second heaven from Adam and Eve, that realm was cold as ice. Okay, so that's the realm of the demonic. That's the realm of the heart of Satan. Satan's heart is that dimension. So we're conquering literally the heart of the red dragon when we're taking the mid heavens. Amen. Now we're going into the realm of fire because you're born of the third heaven realm. The new covenant is so superior that this dimension of fire that Enoch entered into through the second heavens, Uriel, the archangel, took him through the second heavens into the realm of the third heaven of fire. That dimension, you have it already in your belly, in your spirit, the hope of realizing the third heaven fire in your spiritual stomachs out of your belly will flow rivers of fire, John 7, 38. For those who discover the new covenant of Christ, the fire and the glory of the kingdom of heaven in you, in you, like Solomon's spirit, it's in you, it's already in you. And you ain't going to get more. You just got to realize what you already got. <laughs> the bewitchment of needy, needy, needy. I'm just a mess. Oh, God, can I find the right ministry? If I could just find a, oh, I go, help me, help me, help me. All that nonsense of the animal dies in the discovery of the fire of God loaded into your spirit at birth. At birth. You are loaded with the spirit of God and his fire in the God sperm seed of the word that you believed at birth. And you'll never get more. You're going to grow up in the fullness that you already got. <laughs> Just say, I don't need more. I need to realize the glory. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's all you need. <laughs> Because then the devil of witchcraft comes and says, what he gave you is not enough. Which is the agreement with the serpent in the garden. That what he put into my spirit is not enough. Well, you'll never get any more. God finishes you at birth. 
See, bewitchment is your arch nemesis, Jezebel. The, the fallen archangel of witchcraft is the archangel of bewitchment that almost every Christian comes under by some kind of externalism that if I could just get hot, hot holy hands, maybe if I get enough counseling, maybe I need some marital or Christian counseling, maybe I just need all this stuff in the realm of the natural. If I just find the perfect spouse, if I just find the perfect external thing out here somewhere in the realm of the dad, then I'll be fixed. Totally and completely lost. You need to go back into your first love in your spirit where Christ conceived you and realize the glory and discover the fire. It is in you. Your spirit is full of fire. Your spirit is full of glory. The bewitchment of the archangel Jezebel is killing you. I'm going to tell you the truth. This is what you wrestle in Babylon, the great potent sorcery. What's potent sorcery? All your eyes on external things of trying to be better. But I've read that word, Brandon. But I've, I've done everything you said at Joel Bard. Well, I guess you have to go down into your spirit because your, your brain's trying to intellectually ascend through reasoning. You're actually a full-blown Pharisee because the children of God are spirit beings. Now, until you realize the glory, Colossians 1.27, you'll be trying to finish in the flesh what began by faith in the Word and the Spirit. So you have to go back to your spirit and grow in spiritual faith. The carnal man or the heart man understands not the things of the Spirit. Jesus' mission on earth was to destroy the human heart with divine love. Yeah, he didn't come to heal the heart. He came to burn it as a burnt animal offering. The new covenant is a sacrificial system of the human heart, like the Aztecs of old. And they're, you know, we have some Neanderthals watching, so they're like, there, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Neanderthal spirit's a real demon spirit where you can't even comprehend one spiritual thing, it's only completely naturally heard. So if you actually speak deep wisdom and deep prophetic utterances, they go immediately to the Neanderthal interpretation of the caveman. They're like, now they're talking about human sacrifice like the Mayans. <laughs> My God, they're a bunch of heretics. See, prophetics reveal the measure that the heart is sacrificed to the fire of God. So you're speaking the language of wisdom which is angel speaking to angel, spirit speaking to spirit in the realm of fire through the measure that you burnt up your animal heart. Because you know that's just a temporal facade. It ain't even me. Thank be to God, you know. The, the real me looks a lot more like God than what people see with their animal eyes tuning into Joel's bar. I can't wait for that day for my angel to be revealed. That's the day of my great gladness. And people just, their hearts will literally melt for fear because it's been inside shadow form. It's been inside animal form the whole time. And I hope you're there with me. I really hope all of you can sacrifice your animal forms and develop your angels on the inside. And that's why you have a mantle of humility. What's the mantle of humility? Human animal skins. Your mantle of humility is the brown skin. Brown is the color of humility. That's brown for everyone. 
You could be white, you have brown skins, you have a mantle of humility, amen? So we're all mulatto in humility. Truth or not? It's we're all mulatto in humility. We have the brown mantling of having animal skins, and that's the biblical name for it in the Bible. Amen. So you just get over the facade of the flesh and your nationalities and your creeds and your colors and all this garbage of the temporal realm of Satan and his angels and you get right into, okay, we have animal skins together. Under this animal skin, I'm going to incinerate my heart and develop my eternal angelic nature. (laughs) Then we can burn up Sodom and Gomorrah in our hearts combined. You know, this is the realm and the dimension of the judgment of the new covenant that you all get to do it under the animal skins. That's why you're an army of one already. It's the one that's dissolved the heart, Jesus Christ, on the cross. Lamb of God? That's an animal, isn't it? Why? Because Jesus came in the flesh. Hello? This is the first man to completely dissolve his whole heart in the Holy Spirit. But he's not the last. He's the firstborn amongst many who take the same path in the same Holy Spirit to dissolve the animal nature. So we're just looking for people to become children of fire. We're looking for people that will actually sacrifice their five physical senses is what you got in the curse of the fall in the trading of the glory realm of the second heavens to the fallen angels. You got free will to destroy your soul in eternal damnation. What a deal, huh? See, Satan sucks. He really sucks. But the fire of God can save you from Satan only if you embrace the burning of the form you got from the serpent in the garden, which is the stubborn independence of the pool of blood in your heart called the filthy, immoral, perverse river of Egyptian Nile. Kurt Cobain said it best in Nirvana Band. During the grunge scene of the 90s, I was there. Nile, bloody Nile. And it smells like frickin' teen spirit in here, man. But we come as we are. Amen? We'd cut to music video like Beavis and Butthead on MTV in the in the 80s, but we haven't broken through the media mountain because I only have 10 soldiers who are even dissolving their heart in the whole planetary system right now. If I get 100, 300 ones that have totally destroyed their heart by the fire of God to live angelically, the sky's the limit here, guys. When we're developing a nation of angel-like sons of God, children of the resurrection. So all this stuff is written in the Word. That's why you got to study the scriptures about the cross to destroy your animal life. Study animals, the days of Noah. These are like the days of Noah. All this stuff is written in the Word, and the Holy Ghost will illuminate to you. If you're willing to sacrifice your souls to the Spirit and the Word, all this stuff will be made plain to you. If you're not willing and you're just here to bring Satan in here to judge what the sons of God are doing, it's not going to go well with you. You have to come to a place where your heart is a willing sacrifice. 
that I have brought my heart into this place today because I really want more of Jesus and less of my pride, less of my stubbornness, less of my rebellion, and more of the Holy Spirit. But if you just come in here to just judge and discern and do all this stuff, it's like the Pharisees, they'd come down to the river just to listen, to judge what John the Baptist was saying. They're not in the river. They won't even step one foot in that water. But they're listening and they're judging every single word. So many of you have not even dipped your heart in the fire. You're actually discerning God as good and evil through the devil's perspective in your skulls. You're full-blown sorcerers. And some of you are in this room right now that you haven't even dipped your hearts in the river of life. And that's why your whole life is caught up in your own soul and not in the angelic spiritual nature in your bellies. And so you're not God inside-minded. You're animals. And listen, it's good news. God loves animals. Days of Noah, which means that Noah, like Jesus Christ, has a great love for the animal forms. His own son he calls an animal. The Lamb of God. Lamb is an animal. So it's animal is not a derogatory term. It's the very nature of the flesh, which can be a wild beast in Revelation, or it can be a Lamb of God, depending on how you react to God's fire transforming you. If your reactions to the fire of annihilating your animal form, your wild forms, the wild beast is what the Passion Translation calls the mark of the beast in the Passion Translation of Revelation, a wild beast. Why? Because it's not a clean animal. So God is cleaning up the animal. Okay, He's removing the mark of the wild beast from the forehead, which is the renewing of the mind to the obedience to the Holy Spirit flow. Holy Spirit likes you. You might not like yourself, but the Holy Spirit likes you. It's time to agree with the Holy Spirit. When you hear these things through the demon, the Leviathan principality, it says it sounds like self-hatred, but love is only hatred to the demon and the forms the demon produce in the soul. Divine love is perverted. The fallen angels only pervert one thing, guys, the fire of divine love. And it's been perverted in all your souls because you're still getting burnt up in the revelations of divine love to fully understand with clarity and great glory what love is. It is the glory. It is the fire. Love is glory. Love is fire. He wants you to experience the love, experience the fire in such a way that you can stand up on the inside as a spirit being glorified without any mixture of the curse of the fall of birds, beasts, and reptiles in the flesh, in the hormones, in the feelings, in the blood, in the heart, in the mind, in the thought life, and all of that peeled off and burned off for a light being. An angel-like son of God to stand up on the inside by the full embrace 
of the fire of God. That is what the Father is producing, the Father of spirits, the Father of lights, and the Father of glory. The three names for God in the New Testament by the apostles is for the fathering of your spirit in light and in glory, which is the radiance of the fire that you've embraced through the annihilation of the animal homo sapien heart and the animal homo sapien brain. Hello? But we are the most intelligent, sophisticated people and religious people. All of us have Bibles. And so we've read it all into our souls just so much that we resist the transformation because now we've become filled with the knowledge of good on such a level that we've rejected transformation. Christian metamorphosis was not optional in the first century churches. You weren't even considered a Christian unless you embraced the metamorphosis of the soul in the fire of God. Hello? You're not a Christian unless you embrace the fire because you don't even like God yet. We bring the fire in 2022 and people think it's Satanism. People attack us as a cult because their whole Christianity is anti-fire. Oh my gosh, anti-transformation. And then they get into self-preservation and self-defense with doctrines and theologies. You couldn't get more Luciferian, more Laodicean than this church age right now. But in the midst of the most Laodicean, which means self-preserving souls of false Christianity of all time, the sons of God raise a standard in the fire into heavenly Jerusalem and burn them all up. They're all going to burn in judgment fire. Does that mean they're going to die? I die daily. Yes, it means they're going to die. Listen, man, you're not making it out alive. Hopefully today the fire can put you out of your animal misery. The fire of God is the joy of the Lord. I make my ministers flames of the joy fire. You know why we're always just whacked out of our minds on joy and peace and love and I'm not shaken by constant wars and rumors of wars against me and my ministry for 16 years by just hundreds and even thousands and tens of thousands of souls at different times because the fire is the realm of unchanging light. If it's developed on the inside through the actual sacrifice of your heart, you're a one-man army. Way worse than Rambo because it's the one body of Christ which is the body of fire. You are in the third heaven. You're in the kingdom. The kingdom can't be touched by second heaven's coldness, second heaven's seriousness, second heaven's frustration. <laughs> Boy, you seem frustrated. No, I'm, I'm getting myself burnt up today. I, I talk to myself every Joel's bar, and I burn myself up in front of every Joel's bar. There's not one thing I've ever said out there that's for you, you selfish demon. This is about the Spirit of God consuming the animal form. This is about the Holy Ghost getting to Jesus what he deserves. A people that are fully spiritual, equally yoked to him with angelic ability in the mid heavens in a territory that has conquered the ice of the coldness of the fallen angels. See, we bring fire. Fire is love, the coldness, the ice, the seriousness. 
the frustration, the strife, the jealousy, the comparisons, the envy, all the fruitless of the flesh, the realm of the flesh and the pinnacle of the flesh is the throne of the devil. Satan has a throne. There is rank and order in Satan's kingdom. They're a kingdom divided. They cannot stand. They all hate each other. They're all jealous of each other. They're all fighting over donations and stuff like that. They're all fighting over sheep. Yeah, second Heaven's Christianity is about all you've ever known on this planet. With a few prophets that bring third heaven. But we're about to completely change the entire expression of Christianity in one generation from second heaven ice to third heaven fire. By the dissolving of our own hearts as the animal sacrifice. My dissolving of our own brains. Can you imagine being driven by the speck of dust? You know, people are live out of the speck of dust. Can you imagine God's perspective in heaven looking down to a people who are living out of a speck of dust like a brain cell? It's, it's the size of a pin needle. You can't let this little speck of dust between your ears run your life. Speck of dust Christianity. Living under dust and dirt, which is brain Christianity. It's as false as false and deceived as deceived gets. You cannot be more deceived than being controlled by the brain. That's what the Bible says, Romans 8. Those that are led by the brain are the enemies of the fire. You have to burn up your brains. Just call down fire upon your brain. You can lay hands on your forehead and release fire in your brain. Get into the Word of God. Put the Word into your spirit, into your spirit strong enough to keep your heart and your brain burnt off your spirit. That's why you feast. You kill the goat. You kill the calf. Then you go in the Father's house. Why? Because you're building up your spirit to keep the goat of the soul and to keep the golden calf of the flesh off of your spirit continuously. To be the children of God is to be spirits only with no carnal mixture. The most deceiving part of you is the heart. The soul dimension of the invisible part of you is the counterfeit of all true righteousness and spirituality. This is where you deal with the Antichrist continuously. Most people don't even realize how fallen angel influenced they are because of the knowledge of good. They really think they're doing God's will. They really think they're advancing the kingdom. They really think they're right with God. But it's the soul, which is really the throne room of Satan. So in the center of the pool of blood here, you'll find the dragon's throne. Because out of the mouth of the red dragon flowed a river of blood. A river of human life. That's the river of the animal's life. There is a throne room of human blood that Satan sits upon inside the human heart. So if you don't burn up your human heart, you will listen to Satan every single day after you're born again in a satanic counterfeit of the soul instead of a spiritual reality of the spirit. You have to go lower than the soul, otherwise you're fake your whole life. You have to choose to burn the soul, sanctify the soul, transform the soul, otherwise there's no celestial divine inheritance whatsoever. It's all lies. The soul is completely and equally a liar as the flesh. That's what the Bible says. The soul is equally demonic as the flesh is. And if you are not attacking your soul, which is true self-love, which is self-fire towards your heart, you're just deceived continuously hearing out of the throne of Satan, which is this pool of blood. That's the Nile in Egypt. Egypt is the realm of the dead in prophetics of all animal forms on earth. So if the animal heart is not sacrificed, Egypt 
is your Lord. And so they're involved in Egyptian politics, donkey and elephants, conservative, you know, Republican. Listen, man, half the Freemasons are Republicans. Okay. Ted Cruz is a Freemason, Luciferian. And half of you like his politics. That ain't going to help you. He'll stay in animal form. What makes a warlock a warlock is good and evil in the heart of blood, in the animal form. So all animal is ruled over by fallen angels. That's the curse of the fall. That's Egypt. So you're in an Egyptian sky, you're in an Egyptian realm. If you're in animal form, if this pool of blood in your heart is not burnt up by the fire of God, you've only known Egypt and you've never even been to Zion. Zion is the dimension that opens up through the baptism of fire where you come out of the Egyptian realm of the dead with the human bloodlines of the river Nile where there's the birds and the reptiles and, and the alligators, the Leviathan and, and all the frogs. What's the frog coming out of the false prophet? Apostle John level prophetics here today. Hallelujah. And the frogs come out of the pool of blood in the heart, which is the false prophet because you're prophesying out of Egypt, which is the human nature. You're prophesying out of the earth until this thing is burnt up in the baptism of fire. All your Christianity is a lie continuously. It's all deception and it's all Egyptian. Now, Zion, our promised land, through the baptism of fire, the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, the Red Sea, the signs and the wonders are to get you out of Egypt into Zion. Amen? Yeah. All the signs and wonders were in Egypt, which were the natural realm. Why? So that you would believe that there is a progressive place of reality to take your soul into that God has prepared for you. It's to get you into the fire. Signs and wonders are for unbelievers, the Bible says, to get you out of Egypt. Let signs and wonders shower all your animal minds to believe that there is a progression out of Egypt here into Zion here. Zion is the place where what? Hebrews says unlimited angels. You have come to not Sinai, but Mount Zion of unlimited angels. That's the promised land for the human spirit who conquers the Egypt in the human heart and in the human brain. And your bones go with you. Fire in your bones. Loose. The valley of dry bones is Egypt. It's the realm of the natural through prophecy and the word of the prophet. You will go from Egypt into Zion and you will not die in the wilderness, commands the Lord of angel armies. Angels bring their consciousness through the animal heart by the fire of God poured out through all flesh into the Zion dimension of your spirit. And your angel can grow up in Zion all the days of your life. The new covenant is you are already born in Zion. The issue is now burning off the Egyptian and so purifying the human DNA that all experiences of the senses are in the promised land dimension of the angel of the God I am whom I serve with no more animal experiences of the curse of the fall of Egypt or the Nile in the soul. All soulishness permanently burned away by the rulership of the government of Zion's fire. The fire from the thrones of the overcomers in heavenly Jerusalem will keep the animals baked and cooked. 
so that human blood cannot be deceived by fallen angels in any future generation, declares the Lord God Almighty in this place. Holy. Amen. So that the promised land is wide open. So there can be en masse exodus known as the great awakening of the end times. The great harvest is from Egypt, the realm of the human heart, into Zion, the realm of the angel heart of God, the realm of fire. You're coming out of second heavens. You already got that when you're born of flesh. That doesn't take any training. That is to have an animalistic shadow experience through five physical senses, everyone born of flesh. Totally carnal, don't need any training in the fall. You already got all that. You need training in the resurrection, training in the word of God, training in the prophetic. You have gone from Elijah's school into Samuel's school and Samuel's school is upon the throne of David in the city of David, not on earth, but in the second heavens of heavenly Jerusalem. So all can rise from the earth into the heavens and be sealed upon the heavenly sphere and rule as a firmament of fire over the earth angelically. And your spirit will listen to this message and rise while your brain freaks out because I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> I can't take my little blankie and my pacifier and my little things that I cling to in the realm of the natural. All my Egyptian mummification hooks are burning out of my nostrils, my skull, my spinal cord, my blood, my bones. I'm getting more and more undone, more and more free, but it's, it's a new realm of freedom that I'm uncomfortable with because my very DNA has been discipled in the slavery of Egypt in the natural earthly dimension, but I'm not created for the earthly. I'm created for the heavenly and so the word of God is a familiar message to my dormant spirit and it's awakening me to the fire of divine love to rise from the earth to rise out of Egypt in the exodus of the Red Sea of the blood of Jesus given as new wine for everything that has breath to drink you drink the wine every breath as you rise in the fire of God you'll need to because it'll uncover stuff that needs forgiveness You'll need to keep a clean conscience by drinking the blood of the Lamb as you rise in the great I Am. And so you always have the cup of the new covenant. I mean, think, you're, you're riding in a chariot of fire drinking the blood of Jesus today. Holy Ghost. I know people can't comprehend these things, but at least you can breathe. There's a couple of you that get it. I see some of you. It's all good, and I don't want to discourage you. I just want to train champions that understand these realms for the angel. See, once the heart's burnt up, and you really are sacrificing your Adamic nature. Adamic is animal, okay? Adam went from an angel of the Lord to a physical materialization, materialization and shadow form in the flesh of the previous glory he had in the spirit. That's called the curse of the fall. That it, there was a carnal shadow of the spiritual reality that he had in the Garden of Eden. So Garden of Eden is the promised land of spirit that has conquered flesh until the flesh goes invisible. Adam's flesh was invisible because of the invisible fire burning so strong in his spirit. That's how God created the first man, the son of God, Adam. He became the first fallen man when he traded that invisible dimension that he had no revelation in, but God had created him in that dimension nevertheless. And so God has been progressively redeeming us out of the curse of the fall of the types and shadows and forms of the animal back into the invisible fire of his glory. 
which is completely and totally unaware of soul and self and flesh and progressively more aware only of the angels of the God I am whom I serve and who is here today. The angelic realm becoming progressively more real to you than the flesh realm. So you have angel abilities, yet you still have a body inside of you. And the body is under the government of God and not the government of Nimrod, Antichrist Satan. So that the body, the flesh, the impulses of the flesh, the carnal sensual nature is stripped off of its sin so that the fire of God within takes control of the body. You are the temples of the Holy Ghost. How well do you know the Holy Ghost? Who's running your bodies? The Bible says, Who's in you? 1 Corinthians 6.19, the apostle asks you, Who is in you running those bodies? Birds, beasts, reptiles, burn it all up. Where is the influence of your flesh coming from? Is it okay to raise my voice a little? I don't need your permission. This ain't... This ain't a church ran by the laity there's no voting in the church of the firstborn in heaven the fire of god that annihilated the animal is your vote cast the fire always talks the fire has an opinion about everything but the animal does too but we don't listen to the realm of the dead jesus said let the dead bury the dead what does that mean those that are in animal form let them continue doing their stupid animal crap That's the kingdom of Satan. We're not in that kingdom anymore. We're in the kingdom of the fire. Nick, you know what the Bible says? Nathaniel, you will see the angels ascending and descending upon you. You will see the kingdom of God. You are in a different kingdom now, Nathaniel, in whom there is no guile, which someone that will go the distance in the fire. And he did. All of these apostles did, except the one that clung to his animal nature. So you have to sacrifice the heart, no matter how much teaching you have, it requires just be a burnt offering. The fire is going to get you and the fire is love. The fire loves you, but it's a different love. It's a divine love. It's an agape love. It's a sacrificial love, which requires the sacrifice, sacrificial nature of the part of you that needs to burn, which is the pool of blood right here, the heart company of burning hearts. Did our hearts not burn within us? Guess what? You can burn up your heart with as much faith as you have in your spirit. But if you haven't realized your spirit, you will reject the fire even if you mean well. Because you don't yet have another part of you active. Because you're bewitched. Bewitchment is all I have left after I'm born again is my soul. So if you attack my soul, you hate me. That's why people react negatively to higher things of God and deeper revelations of God, because it requires a deeper, higher sacrifice of the soul, of the human heart, to have an angelic reality, to live completely out of your spirit. Amen. So if you can get this today and lay hands on your belly the whole time I'm talking, because your spirit wants this, every other part of you will die. In fact, it's already dead. The animation of the animal is a facade. The animation of the hourglass in your heart is a total vapor. Don't live in the vapor. Eternal life and the eternity of the eternities has already begun in your spirit. Live in that dimension now. Don't waste another day on the facade of the animal heart. 
Give your heart to the fire, burn it up, and enter eternity today. Enter the kingdom of heaven today while it's still called today. Which means don't wait another day in resisting the fire. God will open doors for you that no one can shut. You'll get fulfillment. You'll find everything you're looking for in the sacrifice of yourself, which is true self-love, which is self-fire. Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, we don't love the Adamic curse. We don't love the curse of the fall. I mean, we're not bewitched. We're not in the kingdom of the devil. I mean, come on, guys. We're in the kingdom of fire. Enoch passed through ice. The animal kingdom is ran by ice. Icemen. We've passed through ice. We're in the kingdom of fire. Fire is true love. How much love you have in you is how much you've sacrificed the Adamic and Eve nature of the flesh of your human blood. You know why people lie continuously? Because the heart only has lies in it, the Bible says. Now, if you sacrifice your heart, which is the circumcision of the heart in the wilderness, you tap into the river Jordan, you tap into the river of fire, you tap into the river of glory, you tap into the river of the third heaven, you tap into the rivers that never change the quality of their glory. This is the unchanging realm that has no fall in it. You are given that river at birth, that river is required for your spirit to grow born of the spirit and water amen so it means if the spirit is to grow up through the heart there's nothing more corrosive in the earth as a type in shadow than water look at the grand canyon the water will corrode the adamic heart and make way for the glory there is a river of fire that's trying to attack and corrode the adamic curse through your heart and if you let it burn through you you will realize the glory and you will lift up these ancient gates of your foreheads and out of your forehead will come the name of jesus christ that is the fire of god's glory instead of the name of Satan which is the beast or the animal form how does the forehead and the mind and the metamorphosis of the Christian happen it happens when the mind agrees with the fire and judges the fire as good yeah. not as something bad not as hatred or you don't like me you don't love me not all of the deceptions of the fallen angels and the frogs and the birds and the reptiles of the river nile that have ruled over the adamic race that are through lies that we have come to a place to agree with the fire as god's salvation for our souls we have judged the fire righteously we have judged the destruction of the Adamic nature righteously as good and just are your judgments, Heavenly Father, towards the curse of the fall in our pools of blood. Yes, Lord, your fire is saving me. My heart needs to melt within me as I walk with you along the way as you illuminate the scriptures, which is the prophetic word of God burning in our souls. The morning star rises in your heart by the scriptures burning up the heart, which is God's genetics consuming Satan's serpent genetics in our hearts. No more animals. This is the metamorphosis of the ark of the days of Noah.
So you come in, clean and unclean animals, which is knowledge of good, clean animal, but it's still animal, and knowledge of evil, evil animals, rebellious animals, drug addicts, perverse, murderers, adulterers, but you come in animal. Once you're in the ark, the animal form melts and burns in the fire of divine love, and from the top of the ark is the release of the white dove. The end result of fire is there's nothing left except peace and love and joy emanating through your crucified with Christ's souls. But a raven is spit out too, which is the form of Satan. Bah, bah. Bah. The raven had to come out because it all gets burned up in there and it's not just the good, it's the bad and the ugly. And so you're in the ark and all the animal forms of all 6,000 years of your ancestors in your heart gets burnt crispy by the glory fire and first comes the raven. Which means you're going to look ugly at first. You're going to look like the devil because you just kicked the devil out of your burnt up souls. So if you have respectability and dignity, just forget it. You'll never get the devil out of you. Once the devil comes out of you, the raven comes out of you. Just types and shadows. Now we love ravens. Elijah's fed by ravens. Don't get into birdology. Get into demonology. Understand these things through prophetic wisdom now in Jesus' name. And get the raven spit and puked out of your souls in Jesus' name by the fire of God. Then after the raven was the white dove, which is the divine nature. When the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus of Nazareth, he descended upon him in the form of a dove. And the prophet witnessed in the river the one in whom the dove remains, which is the divine nature. He is the Messiah, and you are a messianic Christian people that have the same white dove, and you can allow that nature to remain in you forever. Yay! Amen. Which is the total disposal of the Adamic nature which means my heart will now burn in the continuous baptism of fire, which is now I go from glory to glory all the rest of my days in this earthen vessel. I'm not caught up in the forms. It doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside. The fire of God is blazing on the inside. I'm in constant ecstasy. I'm in continuous rapture. I see the angels ascending and descending upon Jesus in my spirit every single day out of my belly flows rivers of fire but of this he spoke of the Holy Ghost amen now the children of Zion can bring forth the baptism of fire upon all the souls of animal forms and shadows all the families of the nations of the root nations of the Tower of Babel will burn not in the tongues of fire but in the very throne of the Father's glory through their shadow forms in the realm of the natural. The total demolition, disintegration of the Tower of Babel is at hand by the manifesting sons and daughters of fire. Amen. And you might not understand the message, but your demons surely do. They do. They are judged today in the hearing of this commandment from Zion. Amen. And that's what we really need because a lot of people are just buried under layers of dirt and serpents. And so when the spirit that's buried under dirt hears it, we hear it through a filtration of our own dirt. All of us. 
Daniel 12 says, Many shall arise from the dust or dirt of the earth, which is all the identity crisis that we have in the realm of the natural. It's not even a question of the identity crisis. It's how much misinformation of the enemy have you believed about yourself to identify in the natural realm as a natural form and type and shadow of the spiritual reality that's in your belly that is mostly dormant <laughs> that you can't identify with because of a lack of faith right now because there's mature meat for the mature sons of God. And there's many infants in Christ listening right now that won't understand it. But it's the truth anyhow, and as you continue to burn up all the layers of dirt and dust on your spirit, it'll be revealed in you as an angel of fire. I make my ministers fire. An angel of light that won't deceive, because it's not satanic. What's satanic is the heart. And as you, if you're attacking the satanic heart, then you are in God's army. If you are not, you are in the army of the accuser of the brethren himself. Because what makes you a brother or sister of Jesus is that you're going towards the cross and the crucifixion and the dissolving of the human heart. That's what makes Jesus the Lamb of God. Remember, he took his entire servant body as a sin offering for the dissolving of the Adamic and Eve heart at the, at the cross of Calvary. This is what love is, guys, is the dissolving of the human nature, the dissolving of the human animal, the dissolving of the wild beast. This is the mark if you are a disciple of the fire of the Holy Spirit or absolutely a pretender and not. And so at any point in hearing the word of God, you can repent and become a disciple of the cross and choose to sacrifice your heart at the altar of Jerusalem and be saved. And many people will hear this message and repent of their animal forms. Many of the religious will reject it and get into self-preservation and say, I'm good where I'm at. I like my type and shadow theology. I like the doctrines that preserve my animal form. You are bringing forth a heresy and you and no one agrees with you. This is just Brandonology. That's what the fallen angels tell people when they come around the fire. This is just Brandonology. It's not. This is Kingdomology. This is the throne of heavenly Jerusalem from the very city of David. This is the government of the heavenly Sanhedrin that I fully represent for all believers, for all believers in the world. He gives the throne to children who are dissolved of their Adamic nature. Jesus only spoke at a five-year-old level. He was a little child that had an adult body. He was a perfect angel on the inside. The angel of the Lord is his name in the Bible, written over 140 times in the Old Testament. And he had a, a man's body. He never used it for sin. He never lusted. He was never lied. He never committed any act of wrongdoing because his angel always had dominion over his body. But he only spoke 600 words recorded in the whole scriptures. And all of history only records the vocabulary of the Messiah using 600 words, which is the average vocab of a five-year-old. The Messiah's genius is not so much in the animal at all, but only in the communication of the angelic at the dissolving of the Adamic, if you can understand that. So you don't need to learn a lot of fancy stuff. You just got to burn up the inside and let the angel live and let the animal die. 
and you'll be in perfected freedom to fly, fly, fly as you fry, fry, fry. It's not about getting intelligent with doctrine and teaching and fancy crap. It's about getting burnt up in the fire and growing in radiance that incinerates the inner man. I probably have 1,200 words total at Joel's bar since 2008, since we started doing this here in the same room. So I got a long ways to go to whittle myself down to being a, a 600 word five-year-old like my perfect Lord and Savior, my master Jedi Jesus. Still a little bit too heady. Pray for me. I need more fire and judgment. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Glory. But I'm having a good time as a 22-year-old angel inside this body. It's a little misunderstood because people don't burn up their hearts to see into the angelic realm of the glory. But it's available for all of you if you want to burn yourselves up and become burning ones of the angelic race of Zion, rejecting the Adamic race of Egypt. Egypt will not always be here, but as the sons of God mature, Egypt will be progressively burnt up, so your options out there of rebellion and religion will become less and less. So just remember this. I told you so. <laughs> I told you so. Amen. Give an offering into the fire, so into the destruction of your Adamic nature, to the level that it's painful to the animal. Those, when there is actually a cut towards the self-love of the animal, which is the satanic nature of sin, when it starts to hurt the animal's feelings, like this is too much, Lord, that's when you know you're actually doing damage to your Adamic nature. Yeah, that's true. You want to hurt your human heart to encourage your angel spirit, which is grow in the fire. In Jesus' name. The things of the fire are uncomfortable for the animal, probably until you're about five, six, seven, eight years old angelically, because then you really learn his ways in the fire to just incinerate your Adamic nature professionally as a young priest. So you're all young priests, and we want to grow you in the priesthood of fire that understand how to burn animal hearts, Adamic hearts, to grow angelic sons of God of the heavenly Jerusalem, the promised land race of the 144,000, which is the correct, accurate, biblical interpretation of the book of Revelation and all of John's writings. John, the apostle, has been assigned to Red Letter Ministries from the very beginning. I had seer prophets back in 2008-2009 in Joel's bar, and they said, wow, the great apostle John is involved in your ministry and involved in all of your teaching and sermons. This has always been about bringing forth the heart of God with an understanding of discipleship to produce an apostolic people of the heavenly realm. Amen. This has been going on for nearly 20 years, guys. You're coming in and in like an ancient dimension that's been fortified in fire for a long, long time. And nothing you do or say is ever gonna change this dimension. It's just like the Borg Collective, get assimilated. Get assimilated into the structure of heavenly Jerusalem, the order of Melchizedek, the structure of the apostleship of the city of David, the throne of David, and just burn your animal opinions and animal hearts and minds up and start tithing and bringing offerings and working for Zion and working for God and not for man. The Bible says you got to learn to work for God. Well, God lives in Zion. God is in this heavenly dimension that I'm speaking from tonight. 
This is the realm of glory and fire of Father God's throne that you're working for. You want to work for God, not for man, not for your bank account, not for your personal pleasure, for God's pleasure. That's how you get promoted in God. For Satan, it's selfishness. For God, it's selflessness. You'll grow in fire as you work for God. This is a marketplace principle for eternity because it's written in the Bible. In everything, do it unto the Lord and not for man, and you will prosper in the Lord, commands the Lord. Amen. Obedient to the scriptures, animated in your an angelic nature, conquering the natural realm, marketplace revival. You are spirit beings that have souls that live in bodies, and you're learning how to bring the first fruits of your house into Zion, into the glory realm, into the realm of fire, to serve God the Father with all the increase of your houses for the millennial reign of Christ for a thousand years of a people that are transitioning into the third heaven heaven gradually through obedience and honor to God's ways, God's thought, and God's word prepared for us in this heavenly Jerusalem age. The kingdom age has already begun, and now we're learning it, everyone. Amen. Yeah. 